the Super Bowl one of these days, and he said, "Nah." I'm and I brought him. And I brought up his weak <laughs> clock management. Yeah, yeah, clock. Yeah, he was breaking up clock, which is true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? His clock management is still not good. You know, but I mean, that's one little small. That's a small thing compared to all the other shit that he's good at. You know, and all the things he's done. So I can't wait to hear Henry go about this. But yeah, I'm proud of him. That's good. He got his. He got it. He's got his Super Bowl. Served it. Uh, yeah, he did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. I think, he, I think, he, I think it was a Super Bowl, or not even a Super Bowl. I'll say this whole playoff run. Uh, Please, allow me to show you something. Welcome to this episode of Cover Zero, our... Post-Super Bowl episode, we have a lot to discuss. I am here with my regular team, Brandy here. Say hi, guys. Yo, yo. Hey, what up, what up? What's up? All right, so let's um, get right into it. We are going to start with our Super Bowl recap. Um, I know that we have a lot to discuss about what went on. Comeback kids, Kansas City came back in the fourth quarter. Um, let's get a little bit into that. I want to hear your thoughts. Jordan, please get us started. So really, man, my ultimate takeaway from that game, and I've watched it several times now, Kansas City's offense really didn't have it clicking like they normally did throughout the course of the season for three quarters. Nope. And even for most of the fourth quarter. But then these guys just tripped, slipped on a banana peel, and fell into 31 points. Like, that's how good this offense can be. You can contain them for... For three and a half quarters, like we saw the Niners do. Right. At, mm-hmm. They had 10 points on the board come like seven minutes, six and a half, whatever left yep. in the fourth quarter. Seven minutes, yeah. Only 10 points, right? Yep. And yeah. then they fin- then they just rack up 21 just like that. Yeah. And it, it's too much to even compete with. I think Mahomes looked more uncomfortable than he had looked probably since I've seen him in the NFL. Mm. Not just like missing throws, but like skittish. Totally rattle. agree. Jittery. He looked more like he did when I saw him at Texas Tech. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I, you still saw like some crazy throws and some amazing plays. Right. But down to down consistency and his down to down feel and control of the game, it just wasn't there. He was shaky. He was, he was very shaky. Very shaky. And and a lot of that, I got a that wasn't just like oh the moment or anything. No, that Niners defensive line was getting after. Him. Yeah. They were. Mitchell Schwartz was the only offensive lineman holding it down. That was it. So that that's the main, main thing I saw from the Chiefs, Niners defense doing their thing. Uh, and really, man, I, I got to just give the hats off to Andy Reid. I felt like this was his best called big game of his career. Of course, yep. we'll get into him later on. Yep. But something that was really interesting is they elected to go for it on fourth and short, which throughout the regular season, they didn't really do that. That wasn't his philosophy. Right. Kansas City was dead last in the NFL in fourth downs in which they went for it. Now, some of that could be because they didn't find they themselves didn't down maybe as often. Right. But, like, good offenses got there a lot. Henry, your Ravens, right. balling all year long, went for it more than anybody. Yeah. Right. right. As you should when you got a good offense. But Andy Reid didn't do that through the regular season. But when it got to the Super Bowl and all the chips was on the line, he did that. And it was really cool to see. And he did it in different ways using the speed option with Mahomes. Just basically like, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging and trying and riding my horses that got me. Right. So that was really cool to see. And uh, you can only keep – this Chiefs offense is just – like I said, you you can hang on them. You can have a good game plan, but then boom, they drop the hammer on you. And that was really evident for me. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> the hammer got dropped on the last seven minutes. Um, I agree, man. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I mean, the, 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 the Niners, not to take away nothing from the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? But I really feel like the Niners gave this one up, you know, seven minutes left. You allow, you allow them totally. to put up that many points. Tw- the 31 points, I mean, that, that, um, what was it? It was it a, it was a fumble interception when they got that last touchdown. Interception. It was interception. And Damian Williams ran it in. Yeah. And and so, you know, I mean, the last touchdown, okay, it is what it is. But for them to make that quick of a run, you're right. It shows how dominant that offense could be just in a short amount of time. However, I will say this, and people may not agree. 
I felt like the defense did enough. I felt like I do. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you feel did. me? I I really do. I'm not gonna put it on the defense. I know they put up points in a short amount of time, but we knew what they were going against. I've been saying right. for weeks. You know, this is a top offense, and that's why it was so hard for me to really pick who I thought. I was leaning towards the Chiefs in the beginning, then I went with the Niners because I just felt like. You know, I still believe in that old philosophy. Defense wins championships. And that D-line was getting after Mahomes. He looked shaky the whole game. The last time he looked shaky like this was versus the Colts. He also got four sacks. He got sacked four times in that game. And they lost that game. And they was able to do basically the same thing, just not, you know, they, they weren't able to run it like the Niners, but they, they beat them. And when you're able to get to a QB like that that many times, your chances are pretty good. They got, what, two interceptions in the fourth quarter, or one interception towards the end of the third quarter and an interception in the fourth quarter that started off. I mean, they had the game won, man. And there was a couple big plays that happened, a penalty that happened, you know, that led to them to get the uh, – um, who was it? I think it was Moore. He didn't turn his head, which was a good call. At first, I'm like, man, what kind of call that? But he didn't turn his head. That was a good call. And then they scored right off that. But I felt like the defense did enough. But I think this comes – it came down to what it shouldn't have came down to. And that was Jimmy G and and um, Patrick Mahomes. And that's what they didn't want to happen because Jimmy G has not been that type of QB, you know, to just take over a game. I don't know what Shanahan was thinking about. I know we're going to get into it later on. But I felt like he got away from what he does best, what the team does best, which is running the ball. You know, Debo, he had his thing going, you know, in the beginning of the uh, of the first half. You know, when you think – and like I, like I mentioned, you know, when you think – you would think Debo had a whole bunch of carries in the first half. And when you look at his stats, he only had three carries for 53 yards. I thought he at least probably had like six or seven. No. He only had three. So that just shows you how he got away from that. You know, um, Raheem only had 12 carries the whole game. I don't know what Shanahan was really thinking, man. But I, I, I really feel like it's it's more what Shanahan didn't do um, than what the Chiefs did. Now, again, I'm not taking away nothing. Mahomes was great. I mean, because he didn't look, he was shaky. We, you know, like you said, Jordan, he was shaky. But that last, um, the last seven minutes, he came through. He could have just, you know, continued to look bad, shaky the whole rest mm-hmm. of the seven minutes and the game would have been over. But he he played with great poise. And, you know, it's crazy because the defensive line, although they had four sacks, they could have had more. Because Boza, I don't know how many sacks Boza had. I think he had like one, maybe two. But it seemed like he could have more. He was breathing down. He had a, he had twelve pressures. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you know, twelve pressures. He was breathing down Mahomes' neck every single play. You know, so um, yeah, I, I just think it 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 really came down to that, and it shouldn't have. But it is what it is. Congratulations to Andy Reid. You know, I'm happy he did get his his Super Bowl ring as well deserving. Yeah, just piggybacking yeah. off of what you said, aside. Uh... <clears throat> The 49ers lost it, taking nothing away from, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, you they had to make the plays. They had to catch the ball. You know, they had to do the work to come back in that Super Bowl. Right. Right. The Shanahan plays. He, he called the game scary. Going back to even the the uh, from the the first half. Yeah. Remember, he don't want to take that timeout. Yeah. He had about a minute of four, uh, about a minute of forty five seconds left. Right. That, he oh man. He didn't want even John, they, they showed a little picture of John Lynch up, up, up in the booth saying you know timeout timeout because mm-hmm. you know you have plenty of time enough time. The end time of out. that second quarter really irked my soul, yeah, y'all. I was like, so this is so stupid. What are you doing? Like, he just wasn't playing for points at that at that he, moment. He it really pissed me off. It really pissed me off. I was like, are we in the Super Bowl or not? Yeah, he was right. playing very scared. This is the last season of the game. What you, what you got to lose? Right. This is the last. You can see how Andy Reid was, was coaching the game. He was right. taking those chances. Right. Kyle, exactly. He played, he played. He caught the game very, very scary. Sure. In my Terrible. Josiah, you made a great point. The defense, they did do their job. Even though, of course, they gave those 21 straight points. Right. I don't, I don't put that on them at all. I, I think that they did do uh, – their job 100 percent uh during the game because it's kc we talking about exactly i mean right, right. They, they can score 14 points in three minutes honestly yeah, yeah. maybe even shorter than that they can put up right. some points very very fast right um so but i honestly think yeah they they, they 
I just don't understand. Like, your run game was, was second to Baltimore. So it's not like it was, like, you know, bottom half of the league in the run game. No, you were number two in the league behind Baltimore in, in the run, in run the offense. I just don't understand how you give up. And it's not like it wasn't working. Your run game was getting positive right. yards. Killing. It's not it like it was getting negative yards. It was getting it was getting positive yards. Right. It, it, just, it just really didn't make no sense to me. It's like he wanted Jimmy G to be the hero or something. I don't but see, know. and that's what don't make no sense. This would don't make no sense because going back to what you were saying, he was playing conservative that ended that second quarter, but it seems like at the end of the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter, he started to play. He started to, to do the, uh, he started the play calls was more aggressive and that was letting Jimmy G try to take over the game. Yeah. And that's what didn't make, that's what didn't add up. To it, did, it just did not add up <laughs> at all. I, I really don't know what he was thinking. And then, but it just makes no sense because you know what this office could do. What what keeps them on the sideline? You running the ball, you running that clock. It, it just made no, I don't know what was going through his head because you know if you pass the ball, you get an incompletion. What's that going to do? Stop the clock from running. Stop the clock. It just Jeez. makes no sense. I don't know what he was thinking. He wasn't thinking. That's the whole point. He wasn't thinking. Jesus, like you had, he had all the opportunities. Like you're up ten in the fourth quarter. What I remember when when they got that last pick in the fourth quarter, Elijah was like, "It's over" because they know mm-hmm. what the 49ers do. With the fourth quarter, the ball. They, they they run that rock right at you, and he didn't do it. Wasn't like, Troy the one? Troy even said it. I yeah, think, Troy did say it. He was like, "Yep, they about to yeah. pound it." They were like, "They about to pound it." First play was out. a play action, which I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay exactly. With that. Yeah, me too. Because of course they know the defense, you. What they think is going to exactly. do is run the ball. So yeah, absolutely. But then once you get because I remember that became a completion. Then after that, he was just like, "Okay, let's downhill." Just, yeah, it, oh, it just made no sense. I don't get it. I'm so glad I'm not a non-effective boy. Right. I'll be on fire. <laughs> be on, be on fire, man. Hey, and CJ holding it down, though, because <laughs> it ain't look like he ain't really, you know, tripping. But I know he mad, man. I know, because I'll be on fire, man. Absolutely. I'll yeah, be, be ready to fight. My team did some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was getting angry, and I'm, you know, I'm obviously not a Niner not fan, but Niner I was fan. like, I I – I just kept saying, "What is he doing? Are you kidding me? Are you? Is this? What? I, I, I just <laughs> right. feel even even when they had that short, uh, short on fourth and they kicked the field goal, I was like, right. there is just yeah, field goal. There's just yeah. you've got to. It's scared. a Super Bowl. You have Play to scared. take a risk." Andy Reid was willing to take it. He was. Shanahan he was. was not at all. Not even a little risk. Right. And it's not like this was next-level stuff that Kyle was missing with the clock management, especially what you had mentioned, Henry, earlier with that. With It was on the 50-yard line, minute 48 to go, three timeouts. Right. Tons of time. I don't, I don't get it. I don't Tons of time. You press the select button right away playing Madden. Yeah, fast. Right? Like, give me that ball back. Everyone knows Everybody. Like, Everybody. There's like eight-year-olds in there like, why ain't he pressing select, Dad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You had people trying to make the call for Kyle. He wasn't even right. making the right call. You had other people. You had people, the fans and, and the announcers and everybody else calling, telling him what he should right. be doing. Fans, GMs, every kids, man. even the Chief fans. Right. No, it's kind of like a, a spit in, in the offensive face. Like you don't think we can drive down? Oh, the it field? absolutely yeah. is. It absolutely Facts. is. Like you don't, you don't think you don't think we can do it, Kyle? Like, are you that scared of Patrick? Like that's I don't know. Uh, it really just rubbed me the wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we ain't even trying to sound like no no Niner fans. You know what I'm saying? We just speaking out. They just diehard football fans. We know what we're right. saying. What should have happened? You know. But shout out the Chiefs. You know, it's been 50 years, so it's about that time. Yeah, congrats. So that is a drought. I hope my team does not reach. <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> Gosh, we're almost there. <laughs> um, so speaking of Chiefs winning, let's switch gears a little bit. Today I've heard a lot of dynasty talk. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, already. Um, couldn't even get 24 hours. Right. But here but here we go. Um, Henry, I'm actually gonna start with you. I'd like your thoughts on this KC dynasty in the making. Uh, I might get a little technical with this. There's so much that goes into a dynasty. Of course, you know, this isn't baseball. We have a salary cap. Uh, right now, the Chiefs Chiefs on $60 million over the cap. So, you know, of course, you got to pay Patrick Mahomes. You have Chris Jones that's an upcoming free agent this year. 
Um, so there's a lot to go into it. You know, you never know. Injuries can happen. Uh, this is a basketball, so injuries are part of the game. They're going to happen. Um, as far as Dynasty, you have the quarterback there. You know, we, we know that uh, as far as you be able to keep the, the weapons and all that round patch going home, that gets expensive. You know, especially with teams that know that, uh, you know, when they just want a Super Bowl, of course, all those players want to get paid. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially, the, especially right. the great. They might lose Jones this year. Exactly. They might lose him. So because Conchie's about to get maybe 40 mil a year. Yeah. Especially coming off the Super Bowl. You remember yeah. what Joe Flacco got when he won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and Joe Flacco was not close to Patrick Mahomes. So, this dude just won an MVP, won a Super Bowl. He's going to expect that crazy top dollar. Yeah. So, it's hard to pay your quarterback that much money and have all this other talent. All the same around. weapons you had when you won. Right. So, I'm pumped to break the whole little dynasty thing. Uh, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible, of course. But I think that possibility is a very, very low percentage. Yeah, I'd agree, man. It's it's the knee-jerk thing now to win, like, when something ends and you see an amazing season the Chiefs had and Mahomes having all these comebacks that they were able to string together throughout the postseason. Right. Human nature almost wants, like, this instant greatness and this, this certain trajectory that we're now going to be on going forward to the future. Right. But uh-huh. it's football it's the nfl it's the most team oriented sport there is and it is and the margin of winning and losing in in just single games rolls of the ball etc right it's so hard it's so hard it's hard to win man it's hard to to win the super bowl right this team was very good last season they didn't get the ball back in the overtime when Tom Brady went down there and beat him, and something like that could happen again. Right. Your team is still that it's, caliber, uh, but you just don't get there. Right. You know, that stuff happens. But, but so, then, not, not to cut you off, Jordan, not only that, every other team is getting better, too. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the same thing. It's just that's, that's why I don't – let's see them maybe win two before we – before I'm going to remotely even start to be like, you know what? They, they might, might be, yeah. Exactly. We thought the same thing with Seattle, right? Right. I, mean, we I really honestly didn't want to see that junk. Over here in Portland, I did not want to see that junk with fools. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so glad. Right. But. Yes. I mean, they got one yard away and still didn't have two. Right. You know, so. Right. And they never got after that. After that loss, they have not got back. No. They have not got shows, back. And they've had great teams throughout the year. Great. They've had great teams. And, yeah, I so. Agree. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Go not ahead. yet. Not, I was just basically saying, yeah, not yet. I think I think we all echo. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys. Uh, not yet. You know, they have to they have to they have to get two at least. You know, you got to start somewhere. We started somewhere, but now you got to get to the second one before we get to talking about a dynasty or at least get to the Super Bowl. Hell, if they even get there and they lose, you still can say, well, shit, there's two in a row and they got there. Say one, one, lost one and whatnot. But no, I don't see it, man. Uh, Jordan or who, I don't know which. I think, Jordan, you made this point and said that um, teams around the league are getting better. Or Henry. Henry. They act like every other team is going to stay still where they're at. No. Right, right. And plus, I mean, let's just keep it real. The Niners, again, going back to that whole win, that whole that whole loss with them, it just shows that KC is mortal. They could be beat. You know, I mean, you just right. build a good defense and build a good pass rush. And, and I know it's easier said than done, but I'm Absolutely. just saying, if you have a solid defense, you could beat a Casey, you know. So I and 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 if you stick to what your game plan is, you're running the ball, you keep Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines, you pressure him and shake him up, rattle him, you know, you could beat that team. So I don't see no, no, I don't, I don't see no dynasty. I don't see no dynasty. Um, it's hard to win. You know, we've seen great QBs. We've seen QBs like Dan Marino get there and never get back, you know. And then you, we've seen them all. We've seen a lot of good QBs and a lot of powerful offenses. You know, you think of Kurt Warner and the Rams, how they got there and they won. And then they got there again and they lost and that was it, you know. So mm-hmm. we've seen great offensive teams and great QBs get there once or don't get there at all win don't win at all we've seen it so dynasties is something you know I think that's more of a and I'm not saying the Chiefs obviously they they won the Super Bowl so they have a great team but when we think of dynasty we think of the Patriots the Patriots overall I mean everything was great about them the defense you know um the 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 the, the, the coaches the quarterback I mean everything just worked in the plan with them but you rarely see that you see Buffalo you see the Buffalo Bills how they went to four straight they didn't win any Right, but we we've seen that 
you know. So it's not it's not easy. It's not easy to win, you know. So mm-hmm. no, I don't see no dynasty. We've only really seen in out since we've been watching football, basically what you might say, two dynasties. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots, yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then we saw the we saw Elway win two before he went out. Yeah. With you know, so I mean it's it's so the the term dynasty gets thrown around more as a question more than far, far, far more than it becomes a reality. Right. 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 And I think, I mean, part partially is because how good Patrick Mahomes. But remember when Aaron Rodgers went there, and everybody, oh, Aaron Rodgers might be the greatest QB of all time. And mm-hmm. he has not got back since. No, nope. so it's not easy. It's not. It's, it's not. so hard. It's, it's not easy. And they just throwing it around like it is easy. Just come on, let stop being prisoner of the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, wait, we're. Throwing this out already, not to take away from their championship, not yeah. to take away from how amazing Mahomes is, but very premature in my opinion. Yeah. And when they throw it out like that, it almost like cheapens to me an actual dynasty. Right. You know, because it's like, no, I don't, I, we need to wait till that we see the results. Right. We, I mean, we can sit here and, guess on you know the next dynasty and that sort of thing but until it happens like i like to see results before i put a label on just something. jump the gun yeah, yeah. like, like one said, super bowl dynasty at least get to a second one i mean but even then like you gotta win for me like yeah. <laughs> it took, it took I, 50 years just to win this one right yeah. but and then automatically one win read. Exactly. Go, the team. This is second one. Like yeah, they, they, they just talking like it's oh yeah, you can just that's for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we gonna make it. It's not that easy. No, it's not. No, no a lot of fa- went, a lot of factors. If they would have went into that Super Bowl and just dominated the Niners and just put up a whole bunch of points and blew them out, I could maybe. I could kind of see where the media would be coming from with that. You know, with maybe a dynasty, but nah, man, no, they barely got through the Niners as most as. How Super Bowls go. I mean, it's the best of the best, the best out of the NFC and the best out of the AFC. Right. I agree. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward with that, talking about dynasties, let's move on to coaching legacies. Um, let's start out with Super Bowl first win, Andy Reid. Um, um, Jay, actually, can you get us started with this one? Where do you see Reed's legacy going from here? Man, I mean, in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach, period. You know, um, I was listening to some. I forgot who I was listening to, but they felt he was already a Hall of Fame coach before the Super Bowl. And, right. I mean, maybe. But he's for sure a Hall of Fame coach at this point. I mean, well, not even just period. You know, for him to get to two Super Bowls, to win one, he lost to the Patriots when he did lose that last one. Everybody was losing to the Patriots at that time. And no telling. They probably was cheating, doing something. They shouldn't have been doing. You know, but when you, when, you look at, when you look at everything, you look at division titles, he has 10 of those. I mean, he's been coaching for 21 years. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's got more wins than Madden and Lombardi. Uh, it, it's just his his record. only thing he was missing was the Super Bowl. And that was partially the reason why I kind of wanted to see. I'm not going to say I want to see the Chiefs necessarily win. But I wanted to see Andy Reid get his because I felt like he deserved it, you know. And he's from yeah. out Yeah, icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. Yeah, icing on the cake, you know what I mean? And he's been working every team he goes. I mean, well, everywhere he – anything it seems like he touched, whether he's coaching the offensive line, whether he's coaching the QBs, whether he's a head coach, he's calling the plays, whatever it is, it seems to work, you know. And when he, when he first came to KC, I was pissed, you know. I, I was mad because I already knew – it was about to be a problem. And they, they, didn't, they didn't, you know, I mean, Alex Smith, like, okay, well, you know, the QB. I knew they still were going to were gonna be good because Andy Reid was great over there in Philadelphia. You know that that uh, that, that, um, that, that saying get thrown around with the uh, QB gurus, and there's a lot of people that get named and quoted, oh, yeah, he's a QB guru, and he's this and he's that. Andy Reid's a true guru for the QB, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. He's worked with a lot of QBs. Michael Vick had his best years. Kevin Cobb, people probably don't even remember. You know, he played silent under him. You know, he's just, he, he's great, man. And um, he deserved it. He's a Hall of Fame coach. You know, um, I'm telling my boy here, that's going. I can't wait to hear what Henry about to say because he swore <laughs> up and down 
it was like three, four years ago we was having a debate about this. And I think he really was just, you know, <laughs> how did the debate start? I think I said something about, oh, Andy Reid going to win the Super Bowl one of these days. And he said, nah. And I brought up, and I brought up his weak <laughs> clock management. I yeah, yeah. Clock. yeah. He was bringing up clock, which is true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? His clock management is still not good, you know. But, I mean, that's one little small, that's a small thing compared to all the other shit that he's good at, you know, and all the things he's done. So I can't wait to hear Henry go about this, but yeah, I'm proud of him. That's good. He got his, he got it. He's got his Super Bowl. Served it. Uh, yeah, he did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. I think, he, I think, he, I think a Super Bowl, or not even a Super Bowl. I'll say this whole playoff run. Uh, you can tell he learned from uh, some of his old mistakes, but I don't know if some of that is him or is it Patrick Mahomes? Because how talented of a quarterback he is uh-huh. before he gave up big comebacks when he had Alex Smith if he you know maybe would run the football or right or or, or whatnot uh or is it you know how great of uh you know quarterback Patrick Mahomes is right but it seemed like he did learn from a lot of his mistakes you know I'll give him credit for that that's shows his growth because like before mm-hmm. we, know, we know he never used to take chances like that so it seemed like he was on those close fourth downs he took those chances and I respect him for that um, yeah. Definitely. Well, he's been coaching forever. So yeah, a long time. A long time. So. You watching assistants win Super Bowl rings. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh, uh, Doug Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, they, they, yeah. The people, uh, coaches that came from the Andy Reid coaching tree. That that thing is crazy. His coaching tree is better than Bill Be- uh, Bill Belichick's coaching tree. But that's a whole other conversation. But he did learn a lot from his uh, mistakes. I, I, I salute him for that. So he he proved me wrong. I said he wasn't gonna do it. He got it. He got that first Super Bowl. Like even though I just said, you know, I think the Niners lost it more than the Chiefs won it. I did too. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did, did. Yeah, but whole other topic. But he did his thing. I'm proud. I'm proud of him. He did his thing. You Rigel, Rigel side. He is a quarterback guru, and he is an offensive genius. He. I love how he uh, his, his his play calling design is so it's so. All the movement he be doing is is fantastic, but um, he did his thing. He did. Yeah, I got I got Andy. I had Andy as a Hall of Famer before the game started. Okay. I, of course, obviously, still having one as after the game started. Right. We were just talking about the dynasty segment on how hard it is to win a Super Bowl right. and all, all the different factors that go into it. And if you're a head coach, you can still be great. If you're a head coach, if you're a player, there are great players littered throughout the history of the NFL, never got a ring, right? Right. It's such a right. And and if you show greatness over time and efficiency and effectiveness over time and being able to have, as you mentioned, Henry, his coaching staff is really good. Yeah. His coaching staff, mm-hmm. his disciples now have disciples who are head right. coaches. In the yeah. NFL, right. Right. Guys who are up for, for head coach, coach of the year type of jobs. Yep. And Frank Reich coming from Peterson, who came from Reed. Yep. Like we see, and when you have that type of impact over two decades, being at the forefront of understanding the passing boom that was coming in the early 2000s, yep. him and Bill Belichick were really the only two guys who understood, look, use short passes as an extension of the run game. He was one of the first guys really to specifically go with like the, the, the committee the running back by committee approach mm-hmm. when he was using Brian Westbrook, mm-hmm. and Buck those dudes, right, right, and basically use that as an extension of the run game and and having still be still being a guy who comes from the old school minds of football but isn't too hard headed to dismiss the new things that are going on in football, yeah, new yeah. and all yeah. things and meshing them together, right? That's the ultimate football genius. The guy's ultimate goal has been has always been and always is being as good as he can be yeah and this is where his pinnacle has got thus far yeah he is he's not done by any means while while whether or not the chiefs make it to the super bowl like we're all saying how hard that is maybe they could maybe they won't but we do know one thing that offense is still going to be good right that team is still going to be still tough be good and absolutely producing yep. right i mean yeah every quarterback like you said josiah everywhere he touched he won a super bowls in oc got him a super bowl as a head coach yep. and now he's got the best quarterback he's ever had to do it and this kid is young yep. and from a, as like you said josiah we're niner fans we don't like this okay because we got to deal with this fool oh you mean right <laughs> times a year minimum yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but from purely just a person who can step back and recognize greatness when you see it, right? That's what Andy Reid has always been to me, and I'm glad that he got this now, so that the school of thought that did used to think, nah, he don't got no rings, so he's not deserving of the Hall of Fame. Right. He's not great. He need to outsource his clock management to India. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Right. That school of thought now, well, he's got his dream. So I don't really think there's any school of thought that's going to keep Andy Reid's legacy down or deny him at the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, better not. I just want to touch on one more subject because, Jordan, you just brought up a great point. He was one of the first coaches to use running backs in like the slot with Bar- Brian Westbrook. Yeah, yep, yep. And yeah. remember, that's when a lot of teams started copying that. So, yeah, his influence, <laughs> not just, uh, of course, on uh, just on like you know on the Philadelphia Eagles at the time, but just on the whole NFL is a very impactful. Like, look, at, can you imagine him if he had Christian McCaffrey? Oh goodness! Let me not even think about that, man. Like he need Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I wouldn't want him. I know in our division, I'd be scared. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to see it. Okay, so switch gears. Still on coaching legacies. Now let's talk about Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I like how you um, slowed that one up. Because look, because I, I just, I, yeah. Um, Jordan, what Kyle, do you think? It's it's kind of where Kyle's at now. I mean, he is now the late, has the label on him that he is the dude that surrenders leads in big games. Yeah. Right. right. And I mean, we all know 28 to 3 is the OC. We all know what we just saw last Sunday. He is the owner of the two largest fourth quarter comebacks in the Super Bowl in some way, shape, or form. The owner. Insane. Like he he has in when they when they gave up 28-3, you know the win probabilities that they always make right. at certain points in the game. Yeah. They had no other game in the history of the NFL has ever had a ninety-nine point seven percent win percentage. And Kyle was at, on the coaching end of being the person that gave that up. He said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, and then in the in the ten point game, he this it was like something in the nineties that he gave that up after his ten points to six left to go. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting how he's got this label now, considering that the person who had this label before him of on one hand being this brilliant offensive mind and having all these concepts and designs and. And in some ways, reinventing the way running can be used, etc. That was what Andy Reid was with the passing game and being this brilliant offensive mind, but couldn't win the right, game. Right now, Kyle right. has shifted into that mold right now himself, and has that that stigma of he can't win the big game. He's going to mismanage things. The moment might be too big. No matter how smart he is to get all these stats and get all these yards. That's where he's at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether or not he stays there, I, I'll ultimately one day, I think he's smart enough and has assembled a good enough team. I do see him winning a Super Bowl in his future at some point. I think he will. I think, I think so. Back. He'll be back. Right. You know, and he's young enough to where he's got time. So yeah. his book is, you know, we're just getting through the first few pages, first few chapters of it as a head coach. Right. Right. So, but right now, where he sits, he's squandered some opportunities unlike really no one else I can name as a head coach. And in some regard, I just kind of feel for the dude because that, that sucks, bro. It's heartbreaking. Too? It, it, he's not. And he's not. I don't want to be like, oh, poor Kyle. Like we had talked about before the show, he is not innocent of blame throughout this. He's not innocent of He's it. not. But he, this is where he is right now. And that's, for the time being, what his label and legacy up to this point is. Right. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I agree. Um, right now, he's where Andy Reid was at. Um, mm-hmm. He's right. right now is the one that can't win the big one. But see, this is the crazy thing with him. His, his thing is the play calling. The last minute play calling. See, Andy Reid, we just looked at it like, okay, clock management. He lost to the Patriots. He just can't. He can't win the big one. And then he's been around for a long time, you know. So it kind of just stuck with him. But Kyle Shanahan, to me, it just seems different because his play calling has been questionable exactly. at the end of the games. And his play calling was hella questionable when he was up when it was up twenty eight to three over there with Atlanta versus the Patriots. And then this right here, obviously, we just we, we touched on it a little bit with him getting away from the run. That's why I got Kyle Shanahan more the blame. Than Jimmy G. Jimmy G did miss a lot of throws. That is very true. But Jimmy G has not been that QB. And as a head coach, and the, and the coaches all to me, I would assume they knew that. And see, some guys, you know, people sometimes us fans just in general will say, "Oh, well, we're paying him a hundred million. We paying him this much. He should be able to get it done." Yeah, he should. 
but we don't know if he's we know well we know he's not going to be able to get it done. So why are we even going to risk, especially if something else is working in your offensive game plan, your whole offensive scheme? They was running the ball well in the first half with Debo. They was running with Raheem. Coleman had a couple a uh, couple touches. I just feel like I, I don't I don't know what he was you know. So now he's labeled it that. The good thing is he is a young coach. So I, I think he will be back. This is only his third year. What is his third year with the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah. Last year, what he only won four games. The year before that, three games. I mean, so and now and and, and they jump up it, they jump all the way up to the Super Bowl and only lose three games um to get there. So he'll be back. You know, I just hope he learned from it. And then you know, his dad's uh you know, dad's a great coach. You know, he knows what it's what it's like to win. So I'm sure he'll get back. But this, you know, and we talk about it all the time. All the time. And the media talk about it all the time. You remember your losses more than your win. True. So, uh, Absolutely. This is going to hurt him for a while, you know. And then it's crazy because, it, you know, a lot of the – when leading up to the Super Bowl, you just kept hearing that different things. Like Kyle Shanahan kept rewatching the, the Falcon game and the um, – and 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 the uh, uh, Patriots game, trying to see what he did wrong and what this, and he's it's been on his head and all these different type of things leading up to the Super Bowl. Just imagine how he feel right now. You get what I'm saying? After he blew this one, so um, yeah, you know, it's definitely on him for sure. And his legacy is is hurt, but since he's young and he can get back, I feel like at the end of the day he he's gonna be all right, just because he's you know a young coach. You know, you you brought up his dad Shanahan, right? He had the perfect example. How did Shanahan when 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 you had John Elway, yeah, as a quarterback, one of the top ten quarterbacks that ever played the game ever, right? But how was Elway even winning his Super Bowl with that run Elway. game with Terrell Davis? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like you had the perfect example of how to close out game, and and you don't do it. It's and he helped really, him through practice too. Yeah. So so he yeah. So he was. So you had the perfect example. You had like the perfect teacher when you up ten. Fourth quarter, what do you do? You you run the rock. And just like you said, just like he got away from the stuff that with Debo Samuel, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why'd you stop giving him the ball? And then even if you was giving him the uh give Debo the ball, he you know how many setups he could have had like a little fake reverse screen pass. He could have done so much stuff with that opportunity. That seemed like it's like all that was working for him throughout the whole season, and especially in the playoffs. You how many times well Jimmy G how many times you throw the ball versus Packer? What was it, eight? Eight. Yeah. So you had the it's not like it wasn't working. You had the perfect run game to 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 close it out. To yeah. take so much time off the clock. Right. And he just abandoned even going back to, to his Falcon days as being the offense coordinator for the Falcons of twenty eight to three. And you I, literally want I just don't understand how you abandoned the run game. The run game is so it, it, when you can run the ball, you control the clock. See, this one makes it worse because this whole team was a running football team. Yeah, Starting exactly. from the beginning of the so, year leading so up to now. The Falcons, at least they was a passing team. So yeah, you look at yeah. it like, okay, they passed the ball a lot. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He still fucked it up. But when you when you look at this team right here, they was a running team from the from week one all the way up until until Like the, I said, because they were number until two. Until the set last seven yeah, minutes. Number two, right behind the Ravens in rushing offense. So it – I'm sorry. It just had to be like, if I was a player on that team, I feel like that's a slap in my face. I'm, that's really just how I'm feeling. Like George, you, yeah. and George Kittle talking about, I feel bad for Kyle. No, no. <laughs> He's got to be mad at Kyle. I feel worse for Kittle, man. That dude was wide the hell open. Yeah. yeah he was. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he I, was. like, because he was blocking his ass off. He couldn't go be himself. Like, you're yeah. not running the ball. So he can't go block. Yeah. So when you did elect to throw the ball, Jimmy G can't hit him when he wide open. So what more Kittle got to do? Yeah. So you know. So it's so, it's, I mean, it's it's definitely a stain on on Kyle's uh, coaching history or whatnot. But uh, it just the moves he made. It's really just mind boggling. I don't understand it at all. I don't even think he understands it. But sorry, 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 Niner Nation, y'all. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next year. <laughs> Yeah, you don't mean you don't mean that. I don't. Yeah, I, I for sure. I for sure. Because they rivals too. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I, I can. I, but being a diehard football, I just wanted to see a good game, and that's exactly yeah. what we got. But yeah, you know, sir. just when you see, we did get that. We, you know what I mean? It was a better game than last. Although I like last year's Super Bowl, most people didn't, but I like last year's Super Bowl. But it was better than last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, you know for yeah. sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he blew it. Cancel Christmas for that team. <laughs> Blew it. <laughs> Blew it. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, hopefully he can grow from it. You know, Andy Reid took his losses and 
you know, yeah. sat on them, thought about it, grew, made changes. So, you know, Shanahan, like you said, has enough time to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, most definitely. So let's move on to this free agency. Um, I'm going to start by saying Tom Brady's not going to the Raiders. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Jay, what do you think? <laughs> man, I mean, honestly, I don't know yet, man. I'm not sure what, what's really going to happen. I know Tariq uh, CJ, I don't know who re- who reported it on SSAW. Check out the page if you haven't yet. But somebody said that, the, which I found out now, but it, it was said on the page first that the Patriots are offering $30 million to Tom Brady. So, you know, I think that was really just a counter, you know, because this, this whole Raider talk is blowing up. I do think it has. I've, I've said this. I don't know what episode it was, but I said this on the, on a couple shows back. It does have legs. I really do believe that, you know. Um, and me personally, I haven't really came to. I haven't really. I still can't picture. It's hard for me to really picture that, you know. Just as you say, Tom Brady and the Raiders. It's just you know. No. It's just, it's no. Crazy, you know. But um, I'm not. I'm not out on it though. You know, I still need time to really think personally. But I do think it has legs. You know, I, I don't think. I'm not sure if, well, actually, I know Gruden and that coaching staff, they're not sold on Derek Carr, you know. And I know a lot of people, a lot of Raider fans, some on the page, is feeling like, well, no, I think we need to keep Carr, you know, and, and maybe we will. I think that's ultimately what's probably going to happen. But I think this Brady talk is going to continue to heat up. I don't know if we're, if the Raiders is willing to pay more than $30 million. You know, I to me, I look at it. There's moves they could make. You know, there's a couple of players they could, you know, to, to get that. And then, obviously, they would get rid of Carr. I don't know how they would, whether they trade them or whether they release them or whatever. They'll have a lot of money freed up. So, there's ways they can do it. You know, it's definitely ways they can do it. Um, And another reason why I say they got legs, too, is because I don't know if, if Brady still really wants to play with the Patriots. You know, we've been hearing it for the last few years that, Brady and Bill ain't getting along and Bill this and Brady that, you know, and they want to win without each other and they want to see what they could do without, you know, the other. So that might really be a real thing. I mean, where, when there's smoke, there's fire. So I, I definitely think it has legs Um, as far as the, I think the best option is funny because the Titans is popping up. Shout out to Daniel. He, he brought it up in his, uh, his podcast, Sports at Radio. He brought it up and said that the Titans was, was in the mix. And I could see that happening. But I don't think they're going to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. They just gave him an extension, so I, I don't see that happening. But that will be the perfect team to go to because obviously they just got to the championship game. You know, he knows Mike very, very, very well. So mm-hmm. you know, I think that would be a nice fit. I still don't see why he would go to the. The only reason I can see him going to the Chargers is because of the new, the new stadium and it being in LA. But you know, their offensive line is terrible. So I don't see why Brady gonna go to a team that doesn't have no type of, you know, uh strength up front. Right. So mm-hmm. that's just my opinion on it. But I do think I think this Brady and Raider talk is gonna continue to heat up until he resigns. Until he resigns, if he resigns with the Patriots, the talk is gonna heat up. And I think right now the Raiders are probably gonna I don't know if they're gonna counter it or not. Because that that whole thirty million coming from the Patriots, it seemed like that report after SSAW, and then it started being reported. After that came out, it, it seemed like that came out right after the, the 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 whole Raider talk about when Adam Scheffner reported that the Raiders are going to be going after Tom Brady. It seemed like that came right after that. So we're going to see. Did we ever see, though? The thing with the $30 million, I think, is because that's more like, to me, the Patriots time to like, you know, be like, look, Tom, we aren't even going to front with the discount that supposedly he's been taking every year. Right. Uh, right. You know? Right. We aren't going to even we're going to we're going to throw you to kitchen. So we're going to make you one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, you know, to keep you here. We are invested in you. But Tom has never made it known by any means that he had a number contractually that would allow him to stay or that he's looking for that he wants. Right. We've seen other players when they leave free agency. I want that guaranteed money. I want to be paid this, that, the other. Tom hasn't said anything about it. Only thing he did was some little Hulu commercial during the Super Bowl talking about I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Take from that what you will. You know, take from what you will. (laughs) He did buy that mansion in Vegas, but again, these guys and these in in being pro athletes like us picking up and moving to Vegas. That's like really moving to Vegas. Tom Brady bought a mansion in Vegas. That don't mean nothing. It really don't because he could buy a mansion somewhere else too. And then what? You know, like he got the money. His wife make more than him. Like, I mean, yeah. so, so really, 
So really, you know, like you, but there she are, sure there, does. there are the, like you said, Josiah, there are some legs to it. There is some legitimacy behind it in the sense that one, yes, Tom and Belichick, I think at this point for the two of them, the only thing that would feel better than a Super Bowl is winning the Super Bowl apart from each other. Yep. At this point, they've done enough together. Now they need to do it on their own and then ride off right. into the sunset however they want to please. Yep. But, and then also, we all know John Gruden loves his mm-hmm. veteran quarterbacks. Yep. You don't get more veteran and experienced and polished than Tom Brady. Derek Carr, we do have a, a dead cap. We do have a, a, a team option to get him out yep. and then basically take a dead cap hit. However we want to do it, we can make that happen. And Tom was seen talking to Mark Davis at the UFC Vegas, event for the yep. Right. Yeah. So it's it. There's a possibility there. If he came over to the squad, by all means, come on, Tom. Derek, you go ahead and walk. <laughs> I've had it. I've had it, bro. I've had yeah. it. Uh, I'll go ahead, Tom. Come on. You want to come be my team? Be on my team. And you know, not to cut you off, Jordan, but the crazy thing is too, because a lot of people will say like, "Oh, well, you know, Carr's younger, and he could he could scramble a little bit more than Brady. You know, whatever." I don't think Carr got the confidence no more. And I and I've already kind of said this on the page. It don't matter how good your talent is if you're not confident, it's hard to get that back. Richard Sherman just got done talking about that. Once you once you lose that confidence. It is hard to get back, and I don't. I don't care what Carr says. His play, when you watch him play, throwing the ball to the dirt when it's third and eight and whatnot. Come on, man! You got wide receivers open. He's missing passes. I don't know what's right. up with him. You know, they talk about weapons. Oh, well, you know, they don't got no weapons. Well, the weapons we do have, he's missing them. Yeah. Not only that, he's he's not even giving them wide receivers a chance or his tight ends uh, tight end a chance. Right. Because when it's third and eight or fourth and two, he's deciding to throw the ball out or throw the ball right to the to the to the dirt. That's what it's makes, crazy, that's what makes fans we, mad. We saw him this year more more so like scold a receiver on fourth down after throwing the ball into the dirt than he did his receiver's <laughs> right, chance. Right, right. <laughs> right then and there, I'm done with you, bro. I got no <laughs> my quarterback, okay? So that, that's where I'm And where are we picking in the draft? You know, whatever. I'm not too sold on who may or may not be there. But if we can get in Tom Brady, I'm for that. And so you for it? I'm for it. If, if we get him... Do it. Do that. Right I just there. need a little bit more time to think, but I'm I'm leaning towards it. But I, I just need more time to think on it. Just because of it, I, I just really feel like, for one, we got so many needs. And we got so we do. many. That defense, we just need a whole new defense, man. I, I love our pass. Pass rush with Crosby. There's a couple guys you can name. I like Trayvon uh, Clemson, when the, uh, our corner that came out of Clemson. Trayvon Mullen, yeah. Trayvon Mullen, he played well. Um, but outside in Jonathan Abram, but he only had one, not even a whole game he played. He got hurt, but he looked promising. But outside of that, man, we need all new linebackers. We need a new DT. We need depth. We might need another safety. Carl Joseph's going to be a free agent. So it's a lot of things we need on the defensive side. And that's what they're going to re- – to be honest with you, I think that's what they're going to have to – if they really try to make a move on Brady, I think that's what they're going to have to sell him on. Is, yeah, we're going to get weapons, but what are we going to – I think Brady's only question, what are you going to do to the defense? Because that – what needs help? There's no way. I don't care if we get if we get Brady or not. Mm-hmm. You don't have no solid defense. It, it won't mean that the run game, the whole scheme that Gruden like to run, is not going to work. So yeah. and another no, thing too, I wanted to say before I, I know Henry, my fault, man. I know we're taking up some of your time, but another thing too, we might end up drafting the QB somewhere. So if we draft the QB high, whether we got Carr or Brady. If the plan is to draft the QB somewhere between the first, the, the first round into the or the third round between the first and third round. Although we don't have a second, we probably could trade up because we got three thirds. It won't really matter if they're planning on drafting the QB anyway. Then what's the point of even keeping Carr? And not getting Brady. Because if you're going to keep Carr, you still think in your head, well, we're going to draft the QB. You know, and, and, and you have a, the QBs in mind are like, you know, top QBs. And what's the point? Your mind is already made up that Carr is not the guy. So True. Yeah. You, y'all don't mind if we hijack this into a Raider podcast, do you? Right. I mean, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Ugh, I, I mind. I mind. No, but I, if, if I was Tom Brady, I would go to the Chargers. Just you know, you brought up the offensive line. You make a great point. But they do have some cap. They, they can upgrade the interior, and they do have this number six overall pick. Uh, you know, you can take a, a, a Tristan Wirfs, who I, I, I like. You can take an Andrew Thomas or, or Jarek Willis. So, you know, with with the number six overall pick, right? that can help bolster up that offensive line. And remember, that offensive line also dealt with this year. So you will be getting some of those players back. Will we? Because they stay hurt. 
Yeah, true. Right, they they the whole Chargers play. Somebody always gets <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they got bad juju over there or something. But um, I think the Chargers, you know, you have the defense, you have the pass rusher, you definitely have the receivers, and you have a young tight end with uh, Hunter Henry. Um, if I was Tom Brady, I, I would go to the Los Angeles Chargers. That's that's the team I would choose. Man, we don't need Mahomes and Brady going against us in the division with Derrick. Man, that's Carter gonna make y'all Brady. tougher. That's gonna make y'all tougher, man. Make it tougher. Like we need to be. <laughs> Come on now. You go. You gonna do that to Carr's confidence, man? Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Carr. I, man, I think he probably gonna be gone, though, man. At the end of the day, whether they get Brady or not, I think we drafted a QB. I think Maybe. we drafted a QB somewhere in that. Yeah, yeah. probably. I can, I can, yeah, I can see, I can see that. All right, guys. Anything uh, else uh, before we wrap it up? For this, uh, ready for this. This offseason season. Start my scouting and all that. That's what I'm excited for. Some good mm-hmm. scouting reports yeah, in the future. Sure. Awesome. So for our listeners out there, be sure to email us with your questions, comments, and statements. Cover Zero Podcast at Gmail. Be sure to support us. Join the SSAW Worldwide Group. That's it for this week. Thank you, guys. Good show. Oh, and be sure to listen to Sports Bars. That's my podcast as well. Yes, sir. Have have to have other members of, of the Cover Zero team on to help me out. You know, once we get into this offseason stuff, because uh, the scouting—that's that you guys, you guys are top of that. I need, I need to catch up. So, yeah, yeah, man. I stick with my all twenty-two NFL tape. Y'all, y'all go, y'all do the scouting. I'm about to get on that too. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I was trying to find that where y'all get that at. Yeah, I man, need to get on that too. It's a must. It's so great. So, but yeah, uh, Twitter, Jr. Sports Bar, same thing on Instagram. Yeah, man, that's that's the season is done. It's over, man. We got to wait till September for, like, meaningful football. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're interested in the XFL, which starts in a couple days. <laughs> like, I'm going to watch it. Oh, everybody going to check it out. Everybody going to check it out first, you know, first week. We're going to see. You know, yeah. might see a wrestling move on there or something. I'll peek at it. Yeah. I, saw, I saw a billboard they had. Uh, what was that backup we had, Josiah, for a <laughs> Matt McGloin? <laughs> no, the other dude who started the playoff game. Oh, Connor dude. Cook. Connor yeah, Cook. they had him on a poster. I was like, "Are you serious? <laughs> Who else was on the court? What, Cardell Jones? I think Cardell, Cardell Jones. Jones. Oh, there too. Mm-hmm. oh man.